this is uh this is youth service for camp meeting, but yeah, that ain't out of the old red back camel, is it? It's not. No. I yeah. mean, yeah, sing it. They said, "Are we bothered by this?" This can't be camp meeting if they're singing these. They're not singing out of the hymnal. No, no. It's this new generation. Wow, what are we gonna do? I mean, I'm glad to be at camp meeting. It's first night yeah. of camp meeting. No, youth service is important, but what's wrong with "I'll Fly Away"? I don't know. I mean, is it okay if the songs change a little bit? I guess so. We're gonna defer to the song leader. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I sing out of the red backed book, mm-hmm. KJV version. I'm not gonna destroy them. They sounded very good. Yes, the harmony was good. They sound like the message was good. Yeah. So is that what it's about? Harmony and message and. Anointing. Anointing, yeah, that yeah. plays in. Mm-hmm. But the other is a big part, too. It draws you in. Well, it is good to be back at camp meeting this year. I didn't know if we was going to get to have it this year. But, I mean, it's the third annual. We That's missed right. the first year completely. Mm-hmm. We did. But here we are in 2022 and having an old-time, old-fashioned camp meeting here on Pod Me. Is everything okay in the uh, RV hookups? It is. Okay. It yeah. is so far. Maybe a few mix-ups, people get in the wrong spot, but... That's to be expected. Yeah. The worst thing yeah. about it is this rain this year. Man. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's right. So muddy. Who knows when we're recording this if it's even going to be raining in June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? We'll be like, where that the is, world are they at? That is a real possibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but if you get assigned a camp spot, just go to that camp spot. <laughs> yeah, quit trying to get a hold yeah. of Brother Brad and saying, I yeah. prefer 32. Yeah, um, yeah. my friend is at 31, and we, we just thought we We traveled together. Here. Actually, we didn't travel together. We met here. We, yeah. We've been talking well, for weeks. We should have sent in y'all's order together. Don't make it so hard on the camp meeting board. Or Trying people to, requesting shade. They want to be under the yeah. big shade tree. Yes. So that way their air conditioner stays caught up. Everybody knows it's hot in Oklahoma in yeah. June and July. You could be in the dorm. Real world problems. My coach is so hot. <laughs> Your coach. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's my, not a sports reference, is it? No, my toy holler is so <laughs> sweltering. <laughs> Boy, times have changed, haven't yeah, they? They, no they absolutely have. It's it, not the uh, little pop-up tent It kind of turns thing. into a little bit of a little bit of highbrow, don't y'all think? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little trailer competition. Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, uh, what kind of footage are you pulling there, brother? <laughs> Mine's a forty-three-six to the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a fifth wheel? Uh, this one's actually a sixth wheel. They just came out with it here in twenty twenty-two. How, how many slides yours have? Yeah, that's a deal. fourteen. It's just <laughs> one big slide. Yeah. yeah, got a loft for the kids. Oh, it's just a little something we tow around when we're going camping. <laughs> it don't mean anything to me. Oh, the great outdoors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And if we're talking to you, shame on you people. Yeah. You're here for help. They're going to like this at the camp meeting this year. They, This is a head turner right I here. I actually just signed the papers on that old bad boy right there. <laughs> Matched it with a... A matching golf cart pulled behind it. Oh, yeah. We've got our night speaker already sitting in the studio and haven't even introduced him. Brother Chad Everett, the first night at camp meeting. Welcome. So glad to have you. 
Wonderful to be here. Yeah, chime in on this. Honor to be here. <laughs> yeah, a full-time evangelist, by the way. <laughs> How's that camper working what, out for what you? What kind of a footage are you pulling there, brother? It's actually 17 slides. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, to be here. Yeah, hey, it is a privilege to have you. Are we are we hitting close to home for you? No, I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> are you condemned? <laughs> I already put it up for sale. <laughs> it's just like Yeah. Lord delivered him. Brother Chad Everett is a uh, a friend of mine who came and preached for us uh, several weeks ago mm-hmm. and we decided to get him on the uh, podcast for yes. a camp meeting episode. First That's night right. camp meeting. Very, very honored to make his acquaintance and his wife. Yes. They're very good people. We yes. are huge fans. Of really? Pod and me. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Been so, blessed many times over. Well, good. Listen <laughs> once or twice a year. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> We've heard it once or twice. <laughs> Just a serious interview. Right. right. <laughs> well, y'all do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a shock today, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> That camp meeting was a big success last year, so we wanted to do it again. It was a lot of fun. It was. There's still people talking about what happened last year at camp meeting. Brad missed church. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> the Tend- first night. Tending to too, the grounds. Right? Yeah, yeah, first, first night. Yeah. He was out painting the trees four foot <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. white. We never did figure out what that the whole reasoning behind that was. No, we didn't. No. We did it again, though. Put a fresh coat on them. Yeah, man. It is good to be in a pod me camp meeting. We forgot to tell Brother Chad here that there's no offering being taken. Um, so, Brother Chad, <laughs> welcome to it. Do you still want to do this you. if there's no offering involved? Don't, don't give him a way out. Oh, no no option. Okay. Yeah. He's here for the long haul. So you have been saved for? Four years old. Since you were four years old. Right. Yep. Wow. wow. Yep. My parents got saved in 91. Mm-hmm. And uh, around that time, I went to the altar with them, that service. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Yep. And been hooked ever since. My first meeting you was actually at a youth camp in Alabama. You were uh, traveling with the Free Gospel Bible Institute, you and uh, yes, two sir. other guys from the college. Yes, sir. We had a fun time down there that week. We did. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Lots of laughs. Lots of laughs. One of the things that was uh, very drawing to you for me was your your uh, personality. Knew how to laugh and have a good time. So Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I like to have a good time. And we lost track of each other for a few years there. And right. I think it was actually at the minister's conference about three, four years ago that we kind of got reacquainted. It was. Yeah. Had some, some, uh, you know, every once in a while contact. We have, a, we have a mutual friend. Yes. Uh, yeah. We do have a mutual friend. <laughs> we do. His name is Herschel. Herschel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brother Judd Ingram is our mutual friend. He's our mutual friend. Speaking yeah. of brother Judd Ingram, uh, his dad is supposed to preach the last day of this camp meeting. It's yes. awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, Brother Don. So, Brother Chad, we have asked you to come on and share some stories with us, but when we're going to end up on a subject to uh, talk to the youth about, but do you have any funny camp meeting stories that you want to share? I have some revival stories. Okay. I mean, we've been traveling probably since, give or take, 2013, and we're not your uh, normal type of evangelist. I don't know if that's the right word. We just... Uh, We'll go out, we'll travel, we'll preach, and go back home. And we we work when we're home. And mm-hmm. we, but uh, when you're traveling and you, you experience... Hold it. Are you saying that normal evangelists don't work? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're not like the rest of these guys. <laughs> right, right. I couldn't let that slide. Yeah, that, he's like, appreciate you, moderator. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> he said, we're not lazy. Me. That's oh. what he said. We're not lazy. <laughs> Always got to make that clear. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you, you travel and things and you, you, you experience a lot of, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different things. Traveling, yes, sir. Rivals and one in particular, I was, you asked about, I, we was at a church and the pastor every day, he would take us out to lunch. He would feed us and just it was great. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a, a little old lady, a sister who had a key to the evangelist quarters. And every day when we come back, I guess she thought we wasn't getting fed enough. <laughs> We'd come back to the evangelist quarters and there would be food everywhere. Really? <laughs> yeah. She went to Taco Bell one day and. I don't know if she ordered one of everything, but there was three or four bags in there. And we were so full. And you'd go to church that night, and she would, of course, ask you, well, how was it? You know, it was great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. i tell you what, that preacher we got ain't doing a good enough job with our evangelist. Yeah. I'm going to help him out. Right. I right. think that Brother Chad looks kind of hungry. <laughs> Right, and so it was that that week my my suits got smaller. <laughs> I imagine so. Any uh, other stories you'd like to share? There was another uh, a church we was preaching at, and in the evangelist quarters is on one end of the fellowship hall, mm-hmm. and the bathroom is on the other end. Of yes, the fellowship sir. Hall. So the middle of the night, you know, you got to get up and go to the restroom. Yes, and in the middle of the path that leads to the restroom, mm-hmm. they had a puppet thing set up. <laughs> And my wife would get up, you know, middle of the night, whatever. And that night I was awake. And so I went and sneaked into the puppet. <laughs> no way. <laughs> on her way back out. And they had a sound system set up, too. And it was always on. And so I grabbed the puppet and got in the mic and jumped out and called her name. You know, <laughs> She locked me out of the Vansel's quarters for a few <laughs> It was a runaway in the fellowship. It was. Hall it, was it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> That's we had, tremendous. That we, had, we had revival. I imagine so. <laughs> yeah. It was quite the quite the thing. That is uh, awesome. It is. Fun. But there's many many different stories you sure. you acquire along the way. Sure. You know, the uh, the holiness people and the holiness churches they're are the best. Yeah. They're, they've been gracious to us. Sure. You know, and we we love we love the holiness people. Yes, sir. Well, anybody that travels is going to have experiences just like that. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to describe what would be the optimal evangelist quarters. And maybe there's a pastor out here that's <laughs> listening that will uh, take heed. Right. Yeah. He's so fixing to design one. Yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. I, yeah, yeah, let's just gonna, yeah, designer class Virtual here. design here. Draw up a blueprint. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of... Well, this is going to be good. Let's he's just, scared. <laughs> well, let... Uh, Fifty inches, sixty inch flat screen. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> just tell us. As long as it's high def, you know, we're we're, we're kicking. We're good. Yeah, fresh you batteries. Know. Okay, right. All right. right. Sorry, you know, a Nintendo or two. We're good. <laughs> yeah, an Atari. Right. He said in the beginning, "I'm we're not like your normal evangelist." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Hey, that's true. Exactly. He did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would say number one thing, you know, an ironing board, an iron. There you that's go. A, that's always. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a lot of them nowadays will have a, a Keurig coffee maker. You oh, know? yes. You know, of course, my wife has that addiction to coffee. And so yes. that's always a plus. <laughs> I've been in some where it's, you know, the beds are really small. but mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> So we're building the optimal uh, optimum one. So. Right. Right. Yes. King size bed, okay. You know, okay. couch, desk, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're getting really, we're talking about there's no budget here, no budget. Yeah. We're, you're building this, okay? And big kitchen or is kitchen? Y'all, yeah, big kitchen. That'd be great. It's know? fully funded by the imagination of Pod Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a jacuzzi, you know. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, there you go. Hot tub out on the porch. <laughs> Hold it. Uh, partially funded by the uh, imagination of Pod Me. <laughs> yeah, a pellet smoker on the yeah. deck. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of things. Uh, I mean, a living room, a couch, I don't know. Just a recliner, lazy boy, you know, okay. kick back, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. You could go on and on and on what you could do. You know, Washer design. and dryer? That would be probably up in the top top of the list. Okay. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Been to a lot of laundromats. Met a lot of strange people. Yes, sir. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> Anything yeah. particular about the uh, furniture? Do you like, like a 70s print, maybe a hand-me-down? Like a, like a shag carpet, yes. lime, lime green type mm-hmm. thing. Um, I don't prefer that. Okay. <laughs> you want like farmhouse style? Farmhouse is good. Leather. Maybe have leather, a farm you know. scene in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, one of the biggest things would probably be, like you said, a washer and dryer. That's that's a that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't have, we don't travel with with trailer, truck. I don't know about all them. Yeah. <laughs> that was close. I was. Yeah, it was. So I, I can't speak for all the other guys. But yeah. But uh we we've stayed in a lot of evangelist quarters, different places, and there's some that just nail it. You know, they, mm-hmm. they know. And usually usually it's guys who's traveled. Right. You know, they've been on the road, they know. Yeah. Know, and they 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 got it down to a T, everything you need. Yeah. But, I, I everybody's different on this, but do you like food being brought in? Do you like to be taken out to eat? If there's a preference, and how many days a week? Uh, there's some that some churches that will every day they'll have somebody else bring you food mm-hmm. in, and it's it's a lot of uh, faith. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, a lot of truth for anybody right. listening. Right. This evangelist name is not Chad Everett. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to cr- incriminate yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, and then and sometimes you know they just. Uh, they'll take you out every day, every night. And to me, there's no preference. Um, we're easy going to whatever mm-hmm. they, they do, you know. An evangelist has to be very flexible. Very, very Because flexible. you are at the at the wishes, really, of whatever the pastor or whoever's taking you out to eat. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. What's your opinion of casseroles? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's settle the big issues. No yeah, joke. Yeah, I mean. Plantation. Let's, 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 what was it? Plantation. <laughs> plantation suppers. Plantation <laughs> supper was one. I I'm not picky, but one thing that I do kind of, you know, is is casseroles. Yeah. Because you just get a very you get a variety. When you say casserole, it could be a lot of different things mixed into one pan. It can. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> clean out the refrigerator, put it yes. in there, put it yeah. in the oven, and bring different it in the interpretations across right. the country. Right. Yes. Exactly. Honey, should I throw this out? No, we're having a revival next month. <laughs> yeah. Save it. <laughs> hey, the Everett's are coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, do you feel the need to be entertained like is that something that you feel like you would like to have contact with somebody from the church every day like if you're there for two weeks or week certain days is is okay but i prefer myself just kind of there's a lot of guys who just kind of let you do your own thing Mm -hmm. you know take you to lunch kind of let you and there's others that will you know they're gonna you're gonna be with them all day long to me it's it's uh when you got service that night you kind of want some time to kind of get away pray for the service and I know some some people, some guys, you know, they don't get much fellowship, and so we, you know, you try to mm-hmm. be there, be that sure. ear, that shoulder, however you yeah. want to say yeah. it. But uh, 
when you're going a week or two, you know, it's just kind of sometimes it, it'll it'll get uh, – you just like to have a day to yourself every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, the ministry is a lonely place for the pastors it is. and yes, evangelists, missionaries. Yes, very sir. lonely. It is. It is. And because there's stuff that you're dealing with that you can't divulge to people in your congregation, sometimes a pastor having an evangelist, you know, and having the ministry in common – Man, this would be a good guy to tell my troubles to. Or, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're a sounding board. You are. You try to be there. Iron's sharp with iron. You try to be there. Sure. You know? And that is, it's it goes so much more than just the pulpit thing, preaching. Sure. That's the small part of it, really. You're there to help, there to serve, there to do whatever right. they need you to do in any aspect, any area. Fellowshipping is really a big part of it because mm-hmm. you're there to not just try to have church with the people, but also try to help the pastor because he puts out a lot. He puts out a lot every week, every midweek, and he's preaching, he's praying, he's helping folks, and sometimes he just needs a someone just to kind of fellowship with and help, you know. I remember one revival in particular I told Hannah after we closed the revival, and the church was helped by the evangelists that we had, but I felt like God allowed that revival to happen just for me and her. The evangelists really strengthened us. And, right. You know, there's some difficult things that we were dealing with, and, and we needed help. It was an older evangelist, and— had had previous long-term pastoral experience, and his advice was invaluable. And I, I think it's very neat that some people, you know, the callings are different. I've talked to our own Brother Herschel, Brother Judd Ingram, and he tells me that your primary focus has, has been and your burden continues to be an evangelistic work. Yes, sir. You've never yeah. pastored a church. No, sir, never pastored. Uh, Dad pioneered a church in West Virginia, and you know we've on and off helped him when we we're mm-hmm. in. Since I've been about sixteen, felt the felt the call to evangelize, and uh, it's always what I always felt like I mm-hmm. needed to do. You know, married my wife, and she had that same calling. She felt like she was going to be an evangelist's wife, and so we've just kind of always just tried to put our shoulder to the boulder. That's great. Hey, we appreciate you coming on today, and you have you have some something you want to share with the young people, correct? Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh again it's an honor to be on Pod Me and uh we we love what y'all do and it's an honor to be a part of Pod Meeting. Yes sir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pod and Camp Meeting. Pod Pod and Camp Meeting. Camp, you're from West Virginia. I'm from West Virginia. Yeah, camp, yeah. it's Camp Meeting. Camp Meeting. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own lingo. Yes sir. <laughs> you know, you was just there. You yes, know, sir. you know. Yes yeah. sir. As far as dealing with the youth, I was when you called me and asked me to be a part of this my mind immediately went to uh, Second Chronicles, where it speaks of Josiah yes, sir. being a, a young man, mm-hmm. you know, eight years old. He was given, you know, the kingship. He was made a king. The Bible it says in that text that while he was yet young, he began to uh, seek after the God of David, his his father. Yes, and it really it preaches to us, especially to to young folks that that you don't have to wait until a, a certain age. There's not like a, a premium, a certain once you graduate or once you pursue this or pursue that, that's when you can begin to seek after the Lord. There is no age limit on it. Right. As, as a young person, you can begin to seek after God and find God's will for your life. He took the reign from a grandfather who was evil, from a father who was evil. And the world that he was in was, was, was wicked. It was volatile. It was vicious. But even as a young man, he, he sought after the Lord. There's a lot of young folks whose whose parents are not saved, whose right. grandparents were not saved, and it really it 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 preaches to us that you can still serve God regardless. Yes, sir. You can seek after the Lord, 
you know, I, w- I was raised in church. Dad got saved in, in night. Dad and mom got saved in 1991. I- I've always just known church. You know, everything about life was church. Mm-hmm. Weekends, midweeks, it was just, you know, it was church. And dad pioneered when he pioneered that little church. It even, it doubled from there. Every day we was there doing something sure. at the church. And as a teenager, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't, I always said, I, I don't want nothing to do with the ministry. I seen the ins and the outs, the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. the heartaches. And I kind of got calloused. I kind of got to the place at about 15, 16. I, I'd seen it all, heard it all. Preachers, I, I thought I heard every message, heard every song that was sung, and nothing really moved me anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just church to me. And uh, it was at a youth camp where, where God really began to, to deal with my heart. I got that fresh experience, that, you know, that mercy is new every morning experience. Wow. And it was it was there that I, I realized that, you know, this thing, you can't just grow calloused or you can't just, you can't grow so critical of everything about church mm-hmm. that you just, you get that calloused heart. And it was at that youth camp where, where God, he, he filled me with the Holy Ghost, called to preach, and I felt the, felt the pull to go to, to Bible college. Mm-hmm. At that time, I, I wanted to, I loved the study of eyes and I wanted to be an eye doctor. And yes, I guess they're. Doctors do come out of West Virginia, but that's what I wanted to be. And did you uh, mean eye doctor, just one eye? Yeah, one. <laughs> eye doctor, tooth doctor. Right. It'd be better to be a dentist because you don't have to deal with one or two teeth. But, yeah. <laughs> but there was there was a woman my mom she worked for, and named Maxine Clower. And Maxine Clower she uh, she agreed to pay my my college uh, to go and to pursue. Uh, oh wow, the eye doctor, and she. She was a single lady, and she she was very very wealthy, you know. And uh, she said, "I'll pay for the whole thing." And I was, "Wow, you know." But then that youth camp happened, and I had that experience with the yes, Lord, sir. that fresh experience. And I, I went back to her, and uh, I said, "I have a change of plans." She goes, "Okay, okay." I said, I, "I'm going to go to Bible college," and she got the strangest look on her face, mm. and she said, "Well, what do you want to do that for? Why would you want to go there?" And I began to tell her. And she kind of just stopped me, and she said, "Well, you can pay for that on your own. I don't want nothing to do with that." Wow. But went to Bible college, and uh, it 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 really, you know, sometimes we think that as young folks we have to we have to go out and and get a good story before we can be used of the Lord. We got to go out and almost get as lost as we can before we can truly get saved and be of any use to the Lord. But that that's really it's backward. It's it's you don't have to go out and get scars and wounds. Amen. And, become a resident of a far country to be used of the Lord. But while you're young, you can seek after the Lord. A lot of young folks are raised in this thing. They got parents who are ministers, pastors, evangelists, missionaries. And it's easy to grow grow calloused. It's easy to grow, get to the place where you've seen it all, heard it all. But that's why you really need to just put your whole heart back into it. Yes, sir. And let let him just give you that fresh, that fresh experience. As Josiah, you know, he didn't waver to the left or to the right, but he was wholeheartedly sold out to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no reserves, no retreats, and he he put his all into seeking after the Lord. And that's really just what I you know, wanted to encourage a young person. Just put your whole heart back into it. Get Amen. that fresh experience. And even while you're young, you can you can have that experience with the Lord, and you can stay completely sold out to Him, and you can have that testimony that I, I didn't, but rather I, I did stay strong in the Lord, and I stood for the Lord. Yes, sir. Just as Josiah did. Well, many people discount a young person's influence in the church. Right, right. But I think it's important that we 
have something for the young people to sink their teeth into. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get them involved in the church services as much as you can. Right. Have something that will interest them. I don't want to be one that that fails in that area. Right. I want the kids, the youngest possible age, to feel the presence of the Lord. I believe in everything we do. Yes, sir. You know, we we try our best to to reach them. But if you can get them in that spiritual environment where God can touch them, right? You know, the gospel is universal. It it doesn't have to be an adult's gospel. It touches even the children. Mm-hmm. And I love to see children really get that spiritual awakening. Yes, sir. As you're speaking there, I understand exactly what you're saying. I've, we've had that experience ourselves. Yes, sir. And Josiah brought about a great revival. You know, we, we've heard for years that there's going to be another great revival, and I believe it. Sure. But I also believe it's it's going to be from young folks that's going yes. to dig in and get that experience. Yes. And they're going to be the ones that's going to usher in this this great revival. We have been to a few meetings this year, actually, different places. And I have noticed that revival is coming through the young people. Yes, sir. There is a great hunger. It's awesome to see. Yes, sir. And I'm glad that that's your, your heartbeat as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys preach to churches and all ages of people go to church. Right, but right. I know that you have a great passion for young people, and I appreciate that. We just like to see a fire started in their souls, and I, I believe it, that while they're young, they can get a hold of it. I think it's awesome that you mentioned, too, about Josiah, that he was being raised in a very wicked generation. Kings previous to him right. were bad kings. They were, and that's what his lineage was. Right. That's what he was handed, but mm-hmm. he didn't let that change him, sway him. He walked in the ways that was right. Many people have the idea about our day. Uh, it's too dark. We can't work now. We can't do anything for God right now. Well, if anything is going to continue on, you have to get the younger generation involved in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it if there's no interest or no drawing, then it's just going to die out with this generation. I'm like you. I don't see that happening. It's you know it's not biblical that that's what's going to happen. Mm, right. It will continue on, and the Lord will have a church when He comes back. Do you ever look at the kids in our, in our church and wonder what they're going to look back and remember out of their childhood as far as the spiritual part? Several years ago at the church we pastored in Arkansas, I was teaching the teenage class, and I asked the class, each person, to name somebody in the church that they looked up to. And when we got home we were discussing it, Hannah and I came to this realization, not one person that was mentioned was a non-spiritual person in the church. <laughs> Every person that they mentioned that they looked up to was a very spiritual person in the church. They didn't mention one carnal Christian, if you will, Mm. or someone who didn't get involved. They mentioned people that had vibrant relationships with God, and it showed. That spoke volumes to me because some of those kids were facing some tough stuff. And some of them, it wasn't their parents that they mentioned. It was somebody in the church that they looked up to. Yeah, It's pretty pretty weighty thing to talk about mm-hmm. it is well i certainly want to keep everyone that we can i think that's god's divine will yes sir and it is also as you well said the will of god to save at a young age and to keep all the way through i appreciated what you said about you know not going out and and getting as lost as you can you know you see a lot of, of young people young boys especially that wear that as like a badge of honor almost of mm-hmm. look what i've partaken of look what i've done look how far i've went and it's such a better testimony to not have that and like you said it comes with baggage and with scars and with hurt i'll shout with the best of them when they stand and they say that i've been delivered of this and delivered of that absolutely but 
it really it really will bring joy when you hear a young person stand and say, "Well, I, I never never been there, never done mm-hmm. that, but God's kept me." It's a great testimony. Are we supposed to keep youth services short? <laughs> like fifteen, ten minutes. I mean, I don't think you preached too long, do y'all? No, no, I just... think his content was good. He was very careful not to trash the other evangelists that had trailers and he doesn't. <laughs> right. Right. The other lazy guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, he was very careful not to. Yeah, he was very careful. Like, I'm not hey, going to live that one down, am I? <laughs> brother Chad, this, is, this has been a great privilege. Thanks for coming. It's been an honor. Thank you all so much. I think it's a good start to camp meet. It is. Great very first good. night. Yeah. How about tomorrow night? Y'all going to be here? Looking forward to it. All right. Amen. Sounds good. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear and want to show support, hit the support link in the description below.